you've ever done an episode it's eight o'clock in the morning um caleb's still waking his happy butt up but uh welcome so first off um what are our opening thoughts today why does everybody hate jeff blashill oh really yeah go ahead I'm starting in right, right, bright and early on that one. Um, I don't understand what the hate is about him. He's got maybe five players total with NHL level talent, and everybody's expecting him to get into the playoffs and win a Stanley Cup. It ain't gonna happen, folks. That's it. That's all you got. Like- That's all I got. Yeah. Right. Um, the hate on Blasio is something that I, I don't understand. Um, so it, here, let me just pull up some comments here. Uh, let's let's get rid of our coach because we are in a ten game slump. Right. Yeah. It's um. It's just ridiculous to think of. Wings fans have been spoiled for 30-some-odd years. But now we're getting back into, oh, we need a complete rebuild. And these fans are just like... they, they If they want to get rid of Blashill, it doesn't make any sense. Who who could win with this team? Nobody. Scotty Bowman? None of these guys could win with this team. These guys have... Maybe a handful, and by handful, I mean three or four um, players that could play on any other NHL team. Other than that, you know, once Steve Eisman gets through their contracts, me at the Alpena North Stars, I want to be offering them contracts because that's the only place they're going to be able to play. And, and it's ridiculous to think that, that, that that's, that's how it's going to work. Um, they, uh, like here, we literally have a coach on the bench with the Stanley Cup ring. And I get it's not all Blashill's fault, but come on. Dude, Bilesma is not the answer. He Hell, couldn't win no. with more talent. Exactly. He couldn't win with Malkin, Crosby, Fleury, um, Latang. He couldn't win with all them. He, he, the reason why he got a Stanley Cup, what was it, 2009? He had a... Because you had an all-star team. Just a couple years removed from Mario Lemieux retiring. Yeah, no. Brian Dashiell, go sit down. Shut up. I got that off the Red Wings page. (laughs) So, and that's where I get most of my funny stuff. Is like, oh, these guys think they know hockey. How does this coach keep his job? 
two 10-game losing streaks, I want him gone. We've but, done nothing but decline since he took over. It has nothing to do with him. I mean, yes and no, but this all points back to one person trying to maintain a playoff streak, and that is Kenny Holland. When you don't, when when you trade the farm for success right now, and when you go into win now mode, you lose your pipeline of talent to come up. Yeah. So. Yeah, folks, remember those trades for, you know, to keep that playoff streak alive, like those trades for, like, Mike Madano, Daniel Alfredson, who, who are the other ones that set um, Steven Weiss, all those guys. Yeah, that's why we're dying right now. Well, I mean, and then this all this hate going back to Jeff Blashill not being able to win, yada, yada, yada. He had... Two 30 goal scorers last year. Almost had three, but with an injury shortened season, Mantha fell just short of the 30 goal season. Um, and if you take a look, everybody's like, oh, Mantha needs to be traded. He he isn't hustling. He doesn't he takes plays off and he does this and he does that. Yeah. Well, he also now leads our team in points and goals and assists um, and is one of the biggest hustlers out there on the ice with yeah. and without the puck. Um, so I'm just going to say, who do you think did that? Yeah. Yeah, he's developed a lot. Of, like, the reason why we have so many um, – the reason why we have the few NHL talents we do is because of Jeff Blaschel, in my opinion. Um, look at how, look at what he did with uh, Grand Rapids. Look at what he did with Western Michigan. Look at what he did in the uh, USHL. Look at what he did in the Federal Hockey League. It, it just makes sense, and I understand it. So I don't, I don't get why people want to get rid of him. Go shut up. Go watch the Lions if you want to watch a bunch of losers and feel like a winner because, or a winner, or, or, or yeah, no, that makes sense because that's the only fan base I can understand that they're okay with losing. Yeah, I'm okay with losing right now because we are in a rebuild, and at this point, tank for last uh, for the first draft pick. You know, I, uh, whatever. Um, but I don't. That, that's why we do the draft lottery is now, so nobody, no teams really want to tank per se. But I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated with the fan base because they don't understand how much this, this coach has actually done and what Stevie's trying to do to right the ship in increments. It's not like he's doing it all at once. It's not like you uh, armchair GMs who can go on NHL uh, 2020 and sign a bunch of free agents and make some trades. And it's not like that, no. no. And make those forced trades. Yeah. <laughs> and turn off the salary cap. Yeah, oh, so. there's a thing called a salary cap? Wow. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the big thing working against us right now, but... I don't really have any opening thoughts. Um, you kind of just gave your opening thoughts there. You just yeah. piggyback off mine. Yeah, that works. So, right uh, my coattails. Hey, you know, I got to <laughs> do it every now and then. All right, so we're going to go over a quick recap. Guys, we suck. There we go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that, 
it's as quick as we can go. Um, we can go into depth, but uh, I don't want to po- keep pouring salt in the wounds. We suck. It's time for uh, Green to retire. Um, and we're on, we're on an eleven-game losing streak right now, guys. Not a lot to to uh, hope for. Leaves a lot to desire. But uh, looking on the bright side of things, uh, Hronik is really coming into his own, um, which has been fun to watch, especially since I've been saying it since his days in Saginaw before he was drafted by the Red Wings. This guy is getting something special. Um, uh, And then you got, like I said, Mantha. He's been out hurt right now, but he's been kind of a bright spot for us before he got hurt. Um, same with Larkin and Holy cow. Where did Bertuzzi come from? Right. He's, I was just looking at, he's a team leader in points of 25 right now. He has 10 goals and 15 assists. It, it's uh, just, he, he, I don't know where he came from. He, he's turning into, into a pure goal scorer. Um, he does have that grit to his game. But he doesn't use it like his uncle did. Um, right. Then again, though, we, you know, the NHL is getting away from the whole having those goon type players. But it is nice to have somebody who can throw down. Right. When need. Only thing, only thing I have an issue with. Um... Bertuzzi, and once again, it's going to go back to last year. He's still turning the puck over a little too much. Um, but that's mostly age. Um, he's getting better at it. He's definitely improved since last year. Last year, remember, I was I was, I was, was on him pretty hard. Um, so, I mean, I'm not going to make a big deal about it. Um, the, one, the one thing, uh, somebody posted... Uh, should we get rid of like Athanasiu or whatever? I can't remember what it was, but can we get rid of Athanasiu yet? Oh, I've been I've been on that train. I've been on the on that train for a long time. Um, yeah, same here. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Cut our losses and trade Larkin. Mm-hmm. And I just simply said. How about we trade AA? He's got a bigger toot problem than Larkin. Yeah, I just I don't I don't understand the love affair with this player. Um, he's fast. I get it. it. That's all he's got. I, I don't I don't understand it. He's out for tonight's game. Just so you know. Oh yay! It's Maybe a there is a trade coming. <laughs> so. <clears throat> yeah, so in the le- in December he played two games uh, so far and he's had zero goals, zero assists. Um, seems like he's been like that the entire uh, season. You get this in losses, he has thirteen points, three goals, and ten assists. In the wins, he only has two goals. That's, but that's five wins versus twenty-four losses. Um, he's not an asset to the team. He, he he's just not. Um, 
what we should have done is last year in the middle of the season when he was riding high is trade him for picks or a, 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 a logical defenseman. Um, I made I made the I made the talk last year about getting Tory Krug, and it sounds like I'm not the only one that thinks that. So I do believe Kruger is gonna end up coming home um, and playing for the Red Wings here. Oh God, I'd love that. Um, I just I don't get the whole love affair with old defensemen. Nothing against you, Kruger. Uh, you would still be a massive upgrade to Mike Green. Um, and, and no offense, Mike Green, if you do hear this, um, it's time for you to hang up your hang up your skates. Uh, you're doing more harm than you are good by right. being out there on the ice. I love your leadership, and I'm sure you're a great guy in the locker room. Um, but it might be time to take a step back and let somebody else come in and uh, be the face of our defense. Right. So there's that. Um, oh, we're on like a bash fest today. Yeah, and that's fine. It happens. I am okay with that. I mean, take a look at our defensive core right now. Mike Green, in and out of the lineup, hurt. You can contribute that to age. Um, who else do we got? What, what's the Kaiser, in and out of the lineup, hurt. He's what my age, maybe a year older. You can kind of contribute that to eight. <laughs> I mean, right. playing, playing at that high level of hockey, your body's going to get wore out. Um, playing day day out and practices and, and the grueling travel schedule and all sorts of things. It's, it, it's going to happen. You're going to wear out. Um, but I'm just saying we, we need, we need some new faces um, need some young faces, so work on that. <laughs> right. Alrighty. Well, I think I don't have anything else to add on our opening thoughts and our recap, which is pretty much we suck. Um, our defense is horrid. Our offense isn't much better. Uh, this is a shit show, so I'm not going to add anything more to that. I, I don't even have any things I can turn neutral zone turnovers, losing puck battles. I mean, I, I could go on and on, and I'm not going to because it's just going to make me physically ill, and it doesn't. Honestly, guys, I haven't watched really much many games this year. I've watched highlights. Uh, it's, it's just been a shit show, so... I might I might sit down and watch the game tonight, but I'm not gonna bet on it. <laughs> well, I'll I'll put money on this game. Oh, okay. Yeah, that we're gonna lose. <laughs> All right. So when we return, um, we are gonna go with our Red Wings, um, an NHL news segment, and then we also have 
a really special uh, guest interview, uh, Miles Griggs. He is the GM, uh, current GM and owner of the Alpina North Stars, and he will be talking to us um, just about a few things, and he's also the starting goalie, my starting goalie, our starting goalie for the Alpina North Stars as well. So um, when we come back, we'll get to that. Um, just stay tuned, guys. Uh, thanks for listening to Undrafted. The heavenly aroma still hung heavy in the house, but it was gone, all gone. No turkey, no turkey sandwiches, no turkey salad, no turkey gravy, turkey hash, turkey a la king, or gallons of turkey soup. Gone, all gone. I walked all day and night to find you. You look like you came from the North Pole. That's exactly where I came from. Santa must have called you. Oh, yeah, sure. He uh, just got off the cell phone with me. You did? All right, welcome back to Undrafted. So, pick up. We're gonna pick up. We're gonna pick up um, with uh, NHL news. There's really no Detroit uh, Red Wing news. Uh, yes, Madison Bowie has been uh, designated for assignment. Oh, I saw that too. Yeah. Um, it, more or less, he's been placed on waivers. He will most likely clear, and he will probably find his game in Grand Rapids and be back. Yeah. Uh, The guy's young. I'm not worried about him. It would be nice if he was contributing more. But, again, this team is terrible. So let's get these young guys some playing experience and some confidence down in Grand Rapids if need be. Yeah, get the ice time. Get get the – yeah, get your shifts. Just the more time on the ice, the better. Um, And in a better – in a league where you're actually competitive and you're actually learning from your mistakes, um, that's that's perfect. And he'll do he'll do well up there and uh, down there. And I, 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 you know what? I wouldn't be surprised to see him. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised either way if he if he's a career AHLer or if he comes back to the NHL. There, there is some upside to him. I'll give him that. Um, it just needs to work on it. So there you go. Um, any other Red Wing news? You've been paying more attention than I have. I don't uh, think. We saw. Philip Zadina is still up with the team. Yeah, uh, and I fully believe he should be put on the second line, but that's just my opinion. Um, he is second line for tonight's game or tomorrow's game? Tonight. Um, tonight, yes. He is currently slotted in on the second line, but we know how Blashill changes lines up during the game, trying to find more production. Best, yeah. Um. So he's going to start on the second line. He is currently also playing on the power play. I think he's on. I think he's on the second line. Might be the first. Not one hundred percent. One hundred percent sure on that. Uh, however, um, I'm thinking on the power play is where he's going to find his success uh, and his confidence at the NHL level. It would. It will be great to see what he's going to do. Um, because he does have that scoring touch. He's just been snake-bitten up at the NHL level. But, again, he's 19, maybe 20. Right. So, it will be uh, – uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it, it's going to take him some time to get used to playing at the higher level, the smaller ice than what he's what he's grown up on. Um, so 
Don't call him a bust yet. Mm-hmm. Rest on the other hand, you can start kind of leaning towards him being a bust at number six. I wouldn't say he's a bust. He was a stretch at six, but uh, who knows? Who knows uh, what he'll end up turning into? Exactly. All right. So <clears throat> with uh, with that, we're gonna go to NHL news. Um, the NHL plans platform for whistleblowers of abuse and training programs. Uh, with everything that's been coming out recently on Babcock and how he's been a terrible person, yeah. Uh, in the words of Franzen, uh, he's the I, worst I, human being on earth. <laughs> oh my it, god! It, I wouldn't go that far, but for somebody who's been dealing with concussion and depression, uh, well, that's like what I'm saying, that's what he said of Babcock was he's the worst human being on earth. Right, and I would I wouldn't say that. But I've never had the opportunity to deal with Babcock. Um, right. However, I know that he's a tough coach. I've talked to players who have played under him. I know he's a tough coach. And, and he just has a way to pull the best out of you. But, um, you know, somebody who battles depression because of concussions. Mm-hmm. That constant berating or that pull of trying to get the best out of you, I can see why he would say that he's the worst human being. Because I mean, let's right. be honest, it, it being in a bad state mentally is going to do that to you. Right. All right. Um, Flyers Travis Konitsny out indefinitely with a concussion. Brain injuries are no joke. Mm-hmm. Um, Rest up. Rest up, yes. Um, good. Best of luck to you. Hoping you don't have any lingering effects. Right. That concussion. Um, Nicholas Backstrom expected to be back Monday for the Capitals. Um, that was last night, so he's. I don't know if he was back or not. Landeskog returned and he scored the key goal in the Avalanche's win. Um, some big news here. Uh, Flame. The uh, Calgary Flames signed a 35-year deal for a new downtown arena. Whoa. You know, that that remember they've been they've been having issues with that arena for the last five six years and they were talking about possibly moving. Well, it looks like Calgary is going to be there to stay, and uh, the new nineteen thousand seat arena is to cost more than four hundred and seventeen million dollars and be located just north uh, of the Saddle Dome. Construction is expected to begin in twenty twenty one, and the old arena will be demolished between twenty twenty four and twenty twenty five. So much like what they did with uh, the Joe Lewis and yep. Little Caesars, making sure there's no kinks or... Exactly, yep. That's smart. <clears throat> All right. In other uh, words, did you on. see uh, Kachuk is a feisty little guy? Yeah, he is, and he has been since his days in the OHL. Yes, but he's got that pure goal scorer's touch. Yeah, he does, and that's... it's. His wrist shot is something of beauty. If you guys haven't seen it, go check it out. I'm, I'm not lying to you. It's 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 crazy, but uh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing how much better some of these players are than their parents or their or their uncles, siblings, or, or uncles and cousins and all that. Like, it's, uh, who's the one I'm thinking of right now? Um, it's not Kachuk. It's not Bertuzzi. It's oh my gosh, why can't I think of it right now? 
Domi. Yes, Max. Oh my God, he is so much Way better. better than his dad. <laughs> he doesn't. Does, yeah. He's he he's currently on my fantasy team and he's tearing it up. Uh, so all of you Australian listeners that's in the uh fantasy league, he's untouchable. Don't even try to trade for him. Um, are you in their Are you in their fantasy league? I am. I'm currently in fourth place, um, and uh, I, I want to stay in fourth place uh, just for the Flint City Mega Bowl. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's been a fun league. Um, those guys really know know their stuff. They're putting together tough teams to play against. But, all right, so here's the, here's the big news this week. Um, in Grand Marais, uh, Grand Marais uh, Minnesota, a Minnesota judge on Wednesday ordered that a former member of the U.S. Olympic hockey team from 1980 should be committed to a secure treatment facility, and this is Mark Pavlich. Watson uh, was charged with felony assault in August for allegedly beating a friend with a metal pole, breaking several bones. There's a lot of things going on with Mark Pavlich and um I hope the person who we um, assaulted um, heals, and I hope he gets the mental clarity he um, deserves and everybody deserves. Um, being put in an institution is not an easy thing. Um, they believe A lot of people are saying that he, they believe he suffers from CTE, but as we all know, the thing with CTE is we don't know that we have it till we're dead. Um, um, we know he has PCS, post-concussion syndrome. Uh, Kayla and I both have been diagnosed with it, and it is it is a real battle, and uh, we're talking. We talked about Johan Franzen earlier. Um, we talked about um, the injury um, to one of the Flyers. Uh, brain injuries are not something to mess around with, folks. That they, they aren't. So, uh, per, 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 prayers to Mark Pavlich and his family, and the family of the victim of that he assaulted. Uh, that everything gets goes right with their healing. Yes. Um. And while we're on that subject, um, U.S. Hockey 1980 Olympic team, reason why uh, a lot of Americans play hockey. Mm-hmm. So, do your fans a favor and get the help you need and be the role model. Yeah. They'll look up to you. Yeah. All righty, guys. Um, with that, we are going uh... – well, I, we were going to go to break, but actually, uh, we have a special guest, Miles Griggs, the GM and owner of the Alpena North Stars uh, Hockey Club here in Alpena, Michigan, uh, the team I coach for, so he is my boss. Uh, phenomenal guy, loves hockey, um, just has a real passion for hockey. Um, so without further ado, we're going to introduce Miles Griggs. We just have just a few basic questions. I know I told you uh, a little bit earlier, Miles. Um but uh, I guess just kind of give us a rundown of, like, uh, what made you decide to uh, run a team and what made you decide to, uh, yeah, just run a team, I guess, uh, GM, owner, in whatever capacity. Um, I mean, I, I never really thought of this as, like, a thing. Uh, you know, growing up, the dream's always, you know, to continue playing as long as you can and and – if you can go farther in it, you, you work for a team and stuff like that. But uh, the opportunity kind of just uh, came up 
um, with the whole IHL thing and um, I got asked to run a team and thought it would be pretty cool and then I, I saw the path that uh, that was going down so I decided to you know, get the LLC and kind of take the team on my own and and do things um, the right way, I thought, uh, with Cam and Cam and I running it. And it never, I mean, my, my goal's never really been to own a team, I guess, but uh, to continue working in hockey. I, I love the game of hockey so much. So I, I've always wanted to be around the game. Um, after my high school hockey career was over um, and I had my, I had open heart surgery, I, coached uh, until I was able to get back in the plane and then played uh, junior hockey, went on to the national championship, um, played college, and then, you know, after college, I just expected to coach and then um, had this come up, and I was like, well, why not work, do, do something in recruiting and stuff like that, but I never really thought of, but I know how to do it because I've played at so many different areas and venues and and played against so many different people. Like the, half the guys that are on the team on the North Stars are, are guys I either played with or played against. Like Cam and I were rivals in college, and uh, we end up now you know living together and running this team together. So. Um, Really, it's it's just the love of the game that keeps me keeps me wanting to be a part of it and want to help build hockey in Michigan and uh, give small town area like small town fans um, something to watch a professional atmosphere. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Right now, I know. <clears throat> excuse me. I know Caleb had a question, a positional question for you. Because I wanted to ask it, but Caleb really wants to ask it. Okay. I know I'm crazy. I played defense. But in in playing defense, you kind of have to be ADD. Um, but playing goalie, you have to be ADHD because you're looking all over the ice, looking for the potential shooter. remember really I think because I was actually before I was a goal I think I started playing goalie when I was like 12 or 13 and before that uh, I was the lead scorer on my team I was team captain uh, never lost a face off like I was just the shutdown center and I, I really think it was just the pads I like the pads Patrick <laughs> Waugh and Ole Kolzig were my favorite goalies growing up um, loved watching them. Ed Belfour, you know, Curtis Joseph, Dominic Hasek. There were so many good goalies in the era of when I was growing up. Um, and I kind of, I just wanted a challenge. Like some games I would, I would be playing center. When I was playing center, we would lose like six to five and I'd have five points. But I was like, what can I do to help the team more? 
And I was just like, I'm better than everyone, so I'm just going to jump in net. <laughs> and it quickly, I quickly realized how hard it was because I don't think I hit my stride until two or three years after starting. But, uh, yeah, I, I really... I, I really don't know why I wanted to. I, I guess I ha- I probably have to blame Patrick Waugh and, and Ole Kolzig and wanting to do that. But that's, that's probably it for me. That's not that's not bad. Just uh, that's a great reason yeah. to pick up playing goalie yeah. for the for the helmet paint and the the, the pads there. And maybe yeah. maybe the opportunity to throw a punch at Osgood too. <laughs> No, I love Ozzy. Ozzy's a good guy. Yeah, um, he bought me a beer one. <laughs> he owns he owns half the Spirit, and uh, he's they're, they're always there. So if you ever go to a Spirit game, there's a good chance you'd run into either somebody from the Grind Line or Ozzy. They're they're always there. It seems like. Oh, he's he's uh, picked up. Uh, oh, what's his name? Grindwall. Grindwall comes to the games quite a bit now. Oh, does he? Yeah, I heard he was at the other game last week. So here's the real question, Miles. And uh, what uh, what is the dream scenario for the league uh, team and the uh, future league? Because I know this year we're kind of running as an independent. Um, but uh, I, I, just what's your dream? What's your hope? And I know you kind of touched on it in the first question we asked you. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, well, we actually last week. Uh, the league board members and I, as one of the board members, and Cam is also one of the board members, um, we made the official announcement in Muskegon that the, uh, the MIHL, the Michigan Independence Hockey League, is in full effect. Uh, it'll be it'll have six teams. I think we talked about it. We think six is the perfect number to uh, move forward. Mm-hmm. I, I can announce Gaylord, Alpina, Muskegon, and Holland, the other two teams have asked us not to announce them yet because they want to get everything secured and, and ready, but uh, we we might have already played one of those teams. Okay. So there's a little heads up, a little inside. Yeah. Um, but uh, really, I just watched the team succeed. I mean, uh, with what happened our first game and being opening weekend and everyone telling us that no one's going to show up to that game, you're going to have nobody. Um, and us having a, a pretty good set of people there. Mm. Uh, and on the toughest weekend to be able to fill the barn like we did, yeah, um, it's huge, and, and I think the the big goal for for me is to keep a team here. Alpina has struggled with the junior hockey teams, and and I think it's I think it's the age gap that it has really fucked with the city. It, it's the kids that they come here and they just wanna the party and do all that stuff. These these guys that we have on our team are hard-working guys that mm-hmm. just love the game of hockey and want to continue playing it. So I think that's where our league is, is going to be a lot better than a junior hockey league here. And I think it's going to, I think it's here to stay. If we can get the support of the rink and, and the city or county board 
and the fans. I don't see why the LPN North Stars wouldn't be here for a very long time. And that's kind of what we have going on in Gaylord as well. Uh, Gaylord's rink manager, Bill Michaels, who has been a huge help to Cam and I. Uh, if we ever need a phone number of anyone, he gets it to us immediately. He has really pushed in getting the rink board to not only let us play at the rink, but help us. Uh, you know, a lot of the contracts that we offer for leases and everything, we offer a 10% or 15% uh, like give back to the rink mm-hmm. with uh, commission and all that stuff. And Gaylor told us straight up, they don't want that until they see us thriving. So three to five years down the line, they'll take they'll take money from us, and that's only if we're succeeding to the highest extent. And that's what we like to see. Like these cities love hockey. These cities yep. want to see. They we don't have anything up here. Like we're we're still four hours, three hours away from Grand Rapids, four hours away from Detroit. Like, these people don't have that that professional atmosphere. I mean, they can go to the UP and watch a couple um, Lake State games, Michigan Tech games and stuff like that, but that's still a cruise. So, I like bringing this atmosphere, this small town pro hockey atmosphere to these cities is I, I think it's great for the city, it's great for the players and um, with, the, with the people that we have in charge now, that are on the board, it's a democracy. It's not one person in control saying, this is how we're doing it, this is how we're doing it, you're fired, you're fired, stuff like that. It's a, it's a league vote for every decision we make, and we, and we sit down and we talk about it, and if three people vote yes and one person votes no, that person gets to talk and say, well, this is why I think we should do it, and sometimes the vote changes. Because we're like, okay, no, that's actually a good, a good way to make money. So having Cody and Matt and Cam on the board uh, with me is great. We got um, a great friendship and, and a great mindset moving forward in the sales, in the hockey, and, and everything that you need to to run this league. Awesome, uh, Caleb. Do you have any more questions? Yeah, where where's uh, your flow currently standing? Have you gotten a haircut since the last time I've seen you? Um, I, or I, is it still... <laughs> I have gotten a haircut. The, the girlfriend uh, made me made me get a haircut, uh, but uh, it'll be back for next year. Uh, it's exhibition season. Doesn't it doesn't mean anything. It'll uh, <laughs> be back for the, for the real deal year. Uh, I know Miracle Flow, my my lovely sponsor that I'll give a shout out to <laughs> on this. Um, they they were quite upset when I cut it. I mean, they never like when I cut my hair, but uh, it, it'll be back. The, the flow will be rocking. I mean, just, just because everybody knows that uh, in hockey, the flow is is where all the magic comes from. So you just. Became Samson and and lost all your magical powers. 
I don't know. I think I was pretty magical in our first game. Yes. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah. I think if you uh, watch that uh, a little bit, unfortunately, I haven't been able to make it up there uh, with my work schedule being crazy, working 100 plus hours a week. But uh, I don't miss it. I miss it all. Yeah, you will. I, I'm hoping here soon that I'll be able to make some trips up. Um, but anywho, it's been uh, it's been great to watch what what you've been doing up there in Alpena. Um, I am part of the team chat there, and it, it looks like the guys absolutely love you and Cam. And well, you know, a little bit of Coach Hirsch there too, but half and half. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been great to watch what you guys have been doing up there. What was that? It's been great to watch what you guys have been doing up there, getting things put together, and 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 watching you deal with the challenges that the ring throws at you every once in a while. And you guys yeah. keeping it very professional, even in the team yeah. chat. And, and it, I, I think moving forward, our, our goals for the future um, are, are the right the right way to do it um, with with me taking over Gaylord and, and kind of getting out of the area here. Um, it sucks. It, it hurts um, me, like, personally, kind of. Um, all I've ever wanted to do is play hockey in the city. Um, and to have this opportunity to bring something to them um, that I know the fans will enjoy, um, there's, it, it, it means a lot to me. But uh, to where where it's where it's gotten with everything, um, the best thing I think for me and the team is for me to walk away and take over another team um, and have have the staff, the right people in place to run the Alpina team so they can thrive and succeed. And I think we got that. So. Um, no matter what, I'm always going to love the city. I'm always going to call it home, but, um, yeah, I, I'll be taking over Gaylord. So best of luck to you. Um, congrats on everything that you've been able to accomplish and what you are still putting together and accomplishing monthly and daily. Um, it's been great to see. It's been fun to, Fun to watch. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right, Miles. So we'll let you uh, get get to work. Um, I'll see you Wednesday. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll be there. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks for talking, guys. Thanks for having me on. And uh, Caleb, next time uh, we get a game or something, hopefully you'll be able to make it up so we can uh, see your flow and how that's going. I still have my beard. <laughs> All right, thanks, Miles. Yep, have a good one, guys. Yep, bye. Welcome, Christmas. Bring your cheer. Cheer to all who's far and near. Christmas Day is in our grasp, so long as we have hands to clasp. Look, Daddy, teacher says, every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That's right. That's right. Atta boy, Clarence.
And welcome back to Undrafted, folks. Um, man, it was great hearing from Miles. Uh, great interview. Uh, once again, it's only a snippet of what we actually talked about. Um, he, he's just a great guy. He, um, awesome. You know, uh, loves his hockey. Uh, so just glad to have him on the show. Um, and hopefully uh, get more listeners because all 12 of you are probably getting bored of us up, up now. So. <laughs> 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 all right so um what's hey up? fun fact yeah as i was doing my show prep today mm-hmm. um and you know how i fanboy over <laughs> dj buzzdecker mm-hmm. you know as a real first name he does yeah it's donald <laughs> sorry so i just, just looking just looking at his stats uh, i see that it's DJ Buzzdecker, aka Donald DJ Buzzdecker. So that just blew my mind. I I literally thought his name was DJ. Um, so that's mind blowing to me. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, and I can lead right into. Uh, do we want to go right into the young stars? Yeah, let's go. Let's go into our. Uh... Or young, young, talent, young, young guns, yeah, whatever, yeah. Okay. Well, we already know that I fanboy over DJ, um, and I'm that's gonna continue this year. Um, I, I I can't say enough good things about him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's played 29 games this year. Uh, he's got five goals, 13 assists, so. On, on the score sheet, a little bit something to be desired. However, his real contributions come to or come from his hustle play. He may not be on the uh, score sheet with his assist um, much. I mean, he's got 18 of them, like I said. But uh, he's when he's on the ice, you can bet he's been involved in the play. He may mm-hmm. not have been the primary or secondary, mm-hmm. but he at some point created that play and created the opportunity for a goal. Um, right. He's, he's a two way player. He has been at times asked by coach Lazary to play defense and he can do it. And he does a good job of it, but he does a great job being a two way forward where he's getting under people's skin. So any NHL team would be lucky to have him. Um, I would, I would love to have him on the Red Wings. Um, But uh, if that doesn't work out, DJ Alpina or Gaylord uh, (laughs) would love to have you on their team. And you would be the face of our franchise. (laughs) So, I was looking up the stats here. Um, man, Cole Perfetti's really turned it on, huh? Oh, absolutely. That's that's another one that I was getting was getting yeah. ready to talk about. Forty five points in twenty nine games. He has fifteen goals and thirty assists. He's just his ice vision alone is top notch. But he knows where to be on the ice. Um, He's projected to go. Um, in the top five this year. 
That's what I thought. He's he's um, a he's a, uh, an awesome player. I will say Lafreniere, or however you say his name, uh, he is currently the consensus to go number one. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got like seventy points in like twenty nine games or something like that. Um, he looks good, but we have to remember it is the juniors. Um, and if you're a a good player already, you're going to, you're going to look great against some of these younger guys. Um, whereas Cole Perfetti, he -hmm. was phenomenal last year. People have figured him out or teams have figured him out. And this year he's had a little bit of struggle, but he's finding himself again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that goes further than being able to put up 100 points in, in a season against young talent. Um, showing that, okay, I did struggle, yes. But, look, I, I figured it out. I'm able to adapt. I'm able to fix my game. And able to go further yeah exactly um it, yeah i have nothing to add he's he's just been yeah they figured him out but then he's figured it out too it's when they made changes he made even more changes to where he's just doing great and can i can i tell you my big issue right now with Saginaw? Uh, defense is young defense will come around i know coach Laz will have him playing well why and i understand Last year during the playoffs, this player really stepped up when we needed to. But we also had Justin Murray. We had great defensemen already. Why are we still starting Tristan Lennox? I I don't. Um, because Ivan Presnatov is not with us right now. No, but Marshall Frappier is, I believe, with what I've seen, is the goal. He's got a lot of upside, too. If I if I were coaching this team, I would be putting Frappier as a starter and Lennox as a spot starter. Yes, I I agree. Um, I I I don't want to take anything away from Lennox and what I he don't. did last. No, and I don't. He and part of it is the defense. Um, mm-hmm. We've said it with the Red Wings. Um, the defense is young. They're inexperienced. They're still finding a lot of things out about themselves. Totally agreed. Um, and with, um, I honestly thought Prasvatov was going to be back next this year. I, I, I thought at the end of last year he was going to be back here this year. When with how his season ended last year, um, on a maturity level, I really thought that the Yotes were going to send him back for not more seasoning between the pipes, mm-hmm. but for of a maturity seasoning. Um, but uh, I, I don't want to take anything away from Prasnitov. He's been having a hell of a year playing at the AHL, and then he got demoted to the ECHL level, and he's tearing it up down there too. Uh, it's been It's been great to watch his development from Saginaw to now the pros, and it's – I, I honestly don't see a maturity issue with him anymore. Um, it might, and, and that may have come from the 
the Yotes going, okay, you know what? We need, you need to be around some uh, older guys that will put you in your place. Mm-hmm. Um, another fun player to watch. He's 19. He does play for Saginaw. Sorry. Sorry, Flint fans. Um, <clears throat> and this guy's been giving you some fits, too. Uh, recently named to the U-20 Belarus uh, uh, team. Uh, okay. And it's Ilya uh, Solyov. So, 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 I know <laughs> I know who you're talking I'm just going to call him Ilya. I'm sorry, Ilya, if you hear this. I, I slattered your name. I don't have the pronunciation under uh, – I don't have the pronunciation of your last name. Again, I'm sorry. No disrespect. You have been phenomenal for the spirit, and I really see you being taken in this year's draft. Um, he's got – in 24 games, three goals, 24 assists, um, let me see if I can find his plus minus, uh, a plus six. Uh, he, <laughs> this dude is exactly the type of defenseman that Blashill loves. Gets up in on the rush, takes mm-hmm. those shots to the point, recovers and plays defense and gets in front of those shots, uh, having his, Tendi, uh, take one last shot every shift. Um, this guy, this guy plays with a lot of heart. Um, so, uh, best of luck to those guys that we have mentioned. Um, and, and, and Iserman, come take a look at Buzzy. Real deal. Telling you, you'll like him. So, with that, Caleb, what are your, um, what are your uh, three stars of the podcast? Oh, let's go with uh, confetti. I mean, perfetti. Uh, I I can't say enough good things about that kid. Um, he he just hockey wise smart. He can find the net. He can find he can help find help people find the net. Um, but on what really makes him a great player in my eyes is the fact that he takes the time to talk to the young fans. I mean, this kid is young himself, but he takes his time and talks in, in, in during the, the skate with the teen nights is mm-hmm. there skating with the real young kids, talking to them, having a good time. Those kids look up to him. He's my number one star. I, it's just great to see what he does. I, I love Cole. He, he will do great things in the NHL. Um, and I feel like he's going to step into the NHL as, you know, after his draft year and right. step in as an 18, 19 year old and just be stellar. Any team will be lucky to have him. Um, right. Number two star, I'm going to go with my man, uh, Kronik, um, a former Saginaw Spirit player. So for you Saginaw Spirit fans that listen, I tell you, I told you, this guy's going to be something special. 
and he is turning into that at the NHL level. This has been his first full year up on the club, um, not bouncing back and forth. He's he's going to be a mainstay. He's going to be the leader of that defense. Right. And exactly. then, and then uh, for number three, I'm just going to put it on any anybody on the Red Wings who actually plays with heart. <laughs> with how bad this team has been recently, uh, you still have a select few that go out there and compete every day. Mm. Every um, And it's not tough. Or it's not tough. It's not easy. When you're on a losing skid and things, you, you just don't have the puck luck, it's tough, but it's nice to see people playing with heart. Yeah, so with that being said, I guess I'll give my three stars. Oh, Jesus. Um, I'm definitely going to give my number, uh, my number three to. <clears throat> Oh, Perfetti, because he's just a phenomenal player and a phenomenal person. Um, and he's going to go on and do great things, um, hopefully for the Red Wings, but we'll see what happens. Um, my number two... My number two star... Oh, jeez, I've been really trying to figure this one out. I guess I'll give it to... Oh... Jeez. I'm going to go with Anthony Duclair uh, out of Ottawa. Uh, two goals and one assist, three points. Six shots on goals and a plus three in the game versus Boston last night. Um, definitely give him that one. So if he's on your fantasy team, awesome. And then um, my number one star... Oh, man, this is hard. Like, trying to figure all this out, this one's hard. There's quite a few games played. I get, I, I'm i going to give it to Alexander Georgiev of uh, the Rangers. He had a shutout uh, and stopped 38 shots in that shutout in the game against Vegas. So that was uh, on the 8th. So good job for him. So Georgiev. Um, Duclair and Perfetti are my three stars of this podcast. No wings on it because they can't score. <laughs> True story. <laughs> All right. Um, so we yeah. have, uh, we're going to leave, uh, we kind of did our social media idiots already, so we're not going to do it. Um, we're going to do, uh, we're going to close out with a few, our feel good stories. They don't necessarily have to be hockey related either. Caleb, do you have one? I do. It does happen. Uh, Hockey related. Yeah, I I already know what it is. It's probably the same one I figured out too. Go ahead. No, actually, I'm I'm going back into the archives to last year. Oh, okay. um, With uh, the St. Louis Blues. Yeah. You know, Stanley Cup champion. No, it's it's the same thing. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh. Really, you're gonna you're gonna say it's uh, that they 
continue to treat Layla as part of the team? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just think it's great to see a hockey club include a non-team member or family member of a team <clears throat> team guy. And it, it's, it's great to see that they have included Layla in everything. They mm-hmm. even gave her, they gave her a ring. They obviously let her uh, ho- hoist the cup with the team. Um, got to be a part of the, the parade. It, it, it's just, it's a great, it's, it's everything hockey is about. Right. So that, that's that's my feel-good story. All right. Um, here's mine, and mine's also hockey-related. Um, so a couple nights ago, the New Jersey Devils uh, went and played um, the Nashville Predators. And... P.K. Subban had his return to Nashville. And instead of booze, he got cheers, welcome back signs all over the place. It even didn't put an ad out for him on TV before the game. Uh, that is awesome sportsmanship. Uh, the city really loved him. And I might not like him as a player, but as a person, he is a great humanitarian for the sport. He's a great ambassador for the sport. I got kicked off of um, NHL and NBC because they were talking about Willie O'Ree. Like, I didn't get kicked off, but I can't comment on anything now. Um, but because of Willie O'Ree, and um, he's such a great African-American person for hockey just because he broke this color barrier, he didn't. He scored eight points in, like, well, four points in, like, 80 games or something like that. Um, P.K. Subban is a great humanitarian, a great ambassador. He, uh, the fans love him. Um, I, I don't know what else to add. And just the fact that Nashville could show that sportsmanship was um, just awesome to see. So, that's my feel-good story. I will add real quick on P.K. Subban. Yeah, go ahead. As much as I don't like him as a player, I do want him to come to Detroit. <laughs> right? Um, and I think part of that is because he is talented. Um, but more of more so for the aspect of growing the hockey in or growing hockey in Detroit. Yeah. Um, every, every stop that he has made thus far, except New Jersey, cause he just got there. He has set up um, a foundation or has given back to the community in some way. Uh, in Montreal, he opened up a children's wing at a hospital. You know, and then Nashville, he gave back by, I believe it was putting together an organization or a foundation to have kids go back to school with all the school supplies that they would need. Mm -hmm. He's just great. He's a great person off the ice. That's all I got to add. (laughs) All righty. Well, I have nothing else to add either, so... All right, with that being said, I am going to give Caleb's thoughts on on key Caleb's keys to success. Ha. Can't forget about me on that one this time. Oh, um, yeah. So, number 1, don't play 
defense like a shit zoo. Yeah. Actually be a big and aggressive dog like a Malamuse. Okay? Okay. Uh, num- number two. This is a big one. Okay. Don't play defense like a Chihuahua. <laughs> okay. How many how many breeds of dogs are you going to go through? One more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> number three. Play offense like a pit bull. <laughs> be aggressive. Get the pucks in the net. And, and number four, stop giving the puck to Athanasiu. Number five, be stronger on the puck in the defensive zone, neutral zone, and the O zone. Okay? And that's what I got. Uh, and, and most of all, don't play hockey like a little tiny lap dog. All right, so I guess mine would be pretty simple. Stop turning the damn puck over in the neutral zone. Come on. You knew I was going to say it. Uh, number <laughs> number two, freaking A, and this is something I want to get my team to work on, but get more movement in the slot, especially when you're in the offensive zone. Get their defense. Like, annoy the hell out of them. Get that movement in the slot, and you're going to open up more scoring opportunities. Um, number three, oh, jeez. I don't know. Um, you might as well just Red Wings pull your goalie and have a six skater on the ice the whole game. Why not? Um, number four. Listen, yeah, what we got? <laughs> exactly. Number four. Oh, geez. Um, I don't know if I have a number four. Ugh. Um, I guess like Caleb said, don't play defense like a Chihuahua. I guess. Don't suck. Um, and, and number five. Um, stop putting all the blame on Blashill. Um, I, I'm so sick and tired of it. Uh, it's ridiculous to think about it that way. Uh, they suck. We, there's not much talent. And let Stevie write the ship. All right? It, I, I want to know one thing before we get off here. If we wouldn't have started the season the way we did, would we have the same mentality right now? Yes. Okay. I, I mean, as a fans as a whole. Yes. Okay. Because if we would have started this way, they would have been just calling for Blash Hill's head earlier. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, <laughs> you guys, it's there's a lot of things that, that they need to work on. And, you know, they have uh, – what was, what was I reading earlier? They have the hardest remaining schedule the rest of the season. So – yeah, they I mean, have would, they they I, play win a what? I really want to say like get a campaign slogan going, but it doesn't work in hockey like it does in football. You know how like it was uh, suck for luck. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I I say let's go with uh, don't get confetti so we can have perfetti. Yeah, there all right, yeah, so the Wings take on uh, the Jets tonight. Um, I'm going to say 4-1 to one Jets. Ooh, man, you're giving them more credit than what I am. <laughs> I was going to say 8-1. to one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, um, so we will be putting these on more. I think we're going to do a morning uh, recording session earlier in the week, like a Monday and Tuesday, and then do a recording session on Friday, on a Friday. I think that's what we're going to start to try to do. Um, whether we get to it is another story, but that would be ideal. 
Um, we do want to get these out more than once every two weeks. That's for sure. Yes. All right. So with that, guys, um, I'm Ryan. And remember, you have to keep that excess whatever that pet population in control. So remember, get your pets spayed and neutered. And it's okay to adopt and shop. Do it responsibly. I'm Caleb. I'm Ryan. Yeah, you guys have a good one. Hello out there, we're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Second period, where players dash with skates of flash, the home team trails behind, but they grab the puck and go bursting up, and they're down across the line. They storm the crease like bumblebees, they travel like a burning flame. We see them slide the puck inside, it's a 1-1 hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Third period, last game in the playoffs, too. Oh, take me where the hockey players face off down the rink. And the Stanley Cup is all filled up for the champs who win the drink. Now the final flick of a hockey stick and a one gigantic scream. The puck is in, the home team wins the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old